Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Out of the Pan a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. If you have been listening on a Sunday, thanks thanks to to the crew from Out of the Blue. As I put my teeth in, they dive deep for the marine news as they always do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. If you want to contact Out of the Pan, there's lots of ways to do it. Out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. Text six one four oh one oh seven eight nine eight one. You can look for me on Facebook or look for three CR um, out of the pan three CR Melbourne eight five five out of the pan on Facebook or tweet at Sal Gold said so and that's the bottom line. On the show today, um, have a look at some feminism issues um, as well as what's been going on during the week. And, well, um, a big credit to the Wheeler Centre for their Middlesex Queer Week based on a um, book uh, about um, intersex, although many intersex people would say intersex isn't necessarily the middle. It can be any variation to any degree of um, from what people see as the two expected bodies of male or female. And um, But lots of great events, and while talking intersex, uh, Morgan Carpenter had a great um, response to his lunchtime panel on intersex, and um, I um, wasn't able to get to one earlier in the week um, on talking men, but um, heard that went well, but did get to one... Um, well, it was nice to go woo-woo at the right moments. All right, I'll be honest. But The Future of Sex with chaired by Cindy Darnell, sex educator and sex therapist, um, Anne Hunter, um, established Polly Elder and a rep, sort of from Polly Vic, James Dominguez, who's been on this show many times from BioAlliance, and Linda Kirkman, who's a psychologist who's polyfriendly and, well, um, perhaps we should nickname her hen's teeth or something because they're pretty rare. Um, so it was really good um, to see, um, all, you know, sort of listen to their panel and all the things that they discussed, um, you know, which I thought, um, you know, as best as one can do in an hour um, with panel and then questions for the last 15 minutes. It's not easy to put it all in. And um, then, well, they did. Um, so a big humongous tick to them. Um and um, what they managed to cover in that time, which was um, pretty appropriate. They looked at perhaps many people have not um, sort of heard of the label that is polyamory. And that's I've had that myself. I've had people, I've mentioned polyamory, and people go, what's that? And you go, oh, you know, multiple ethical relationships. Oh, is that what it's called? I've been doing that for years, people will always say. And, um, you know, I think that's often the case, um, that um, people... Um, don't um, perhaps um, 
you know, sort of understand what it is, even if they're doing it reasonably well. Um, with one of the things that came up, um, James mentioned quite well, Western society and uncertainty. And I think that's a fair call too, that Western society wants to lock us into binary boxes of all sorts and doesn't like in the middle an uncertainty. And I think um, James touched on that well. There was the usual stuff about, um, you know, what will happen with children in polyamory, if there's polyamory. Well, there's lots of adults who aren't, we'll say, the... Um, you know, family of origin or even adopted family or similar. And if you've got wise adults in a child's life or a young person's life, sounds like a good thing to me. Talk about how poly relationships are not necessarily sexual, I think was a good call, and the various levels of connection. And how we live in not just a sex-negative society, but often a pleasure-negative society that we all have to be this Puritan, hard-working, and you can't have any pleasure. A good analogy, poly- polyamory gives you a full meal. Mon- um, monogamy can sometimes only be 80% of it um, and give you lots of stuff that you might need for your relationship needs, but you might need to get them elsewhere. And again, of course, so long as it's consensual and everyone agrees, um, what's the hassle schmassle? Um, you know, sort of shame was a big issue that was talked about and, you know, people don't want what they want because they've been told there's something wrong with what they want. Um you know, sort of, um, there was also, you know, what technology had done, which I think is pretty common across um, a whole range of communities, um, that um, technology has been such a beneficial thing for um, the, um, you know, sort of for all the um, various um, communities. Um, and, um, you know, more representations of a whole range of stuff to young people, that same old thing, you know, you're still struggling to get you know, sort of, dare I say, vanilla heterosexuality taught about in schools in terms of sex ed, well, we've got a challenge there. And someone said that the nuclear family will be looked back on as a failed experiment. Um, And I think that's a fair point. Um, There was also a bit of criticism from polyamorous people of um, the marriage movement and how sort of polyamorous, in their words, were locked in the back room or you're a bit too much and you'll threaten our, our chance of getting marriage. Well, I... You know, I don't agree with that. You don't achieve human rights by putting anyone else's human rights backwards. And, you know, sort of ways to discuss sexual health more, you know, sex toy parties, um, hand out, um, you know, quality brochures, so to speak, on that sort of thing. So there's lots of ways that, um, you know, it could be done. So a really good panel. And then yours truly was on a panel um, on the Thursday night with Buck Angel and Jez Pez. Um, chaired by Kath Duncan, and we had, um, you know, sort of a late bonus. Kai Clancy, a fantabulous um, um, brother boy, joined us and added another um, dimension to it. It was his first time ever on a panel in front of 250 people, and he did incredibly well. And I think what struck the panellists on the trans panel, um, the trans body politic, there were four trans people there, but all very different in themselves. Um, Kai, as I said, a brother boy. Buck, porn star, Jez, a community educator, yours truly doing whatever it is I do, but of Jewish background um, and many other things, well, wrestling entertainment background, well, it's becoming the in-joke, it's got to get thrown in somewhere. And I think that's really cool. And the good thing about all of these, um, the panel discussions, they were all filmed and will go be available on the web and not just, and should be accessible to all for people to use bits of audio and or video as required. So we hope 
we can um, use the t- them further. So well done to the Wheeler Centre um, for that approach. We're really, really pleased with that. And um, all I can say is may there be more um, down the track. So it is, of course, a great thing to be able to get it out there and communicate and reach people, 250 people the night, many others afterwards. So keep on wheeling in. Wheeler Centre, thank you very much. And, uh, and, and yes, panellists were paid. Gosh, artistic and community people paid. This is a good thing too. So seriously, lots of um, good things, um, you know, sort of happening there and well well organised. So, um, yeah, let's have more of it. Let's um, keep talking um, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre. And, well, we opened up musically on the show today, talking of music with Midnight Oil from the um, Chilling Out Under the Stars of Warburton. And, well, to keep the pansexual music going, um, hopefully we will get to a point where um, we are free in so many more things and... Here's Garth Brooks to um, have a, a sing about that. Um, you're on 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon, if we can get the technology to work, and it does. Buy a ticket in the 3CR raffle and you could be styling up with a new die job. Donated by Mario at Mockair, 46 Smith Street, Collingwood. Tickets are only two bucks each, so you really need to be in it to win it. The raffle will be drawn live on air on Lazy Wednesday afternoon with Kate and Susie at 3.30pm on the 17th of December. Buy a ticket, drop into the station during business hours, or better still, call us on 9419 8377 and sell a book to your friends. Fluff Hair is a 3CR supporter. Well, if you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, it's sure know where you are. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. We'll check out the happy vibe. We're gonna ring up and subscribe. If you listen to 3CR, clap your hands. What? Who the hell is that? Clap your hands. What are you talking about? I ain't no elephant. Get out of here. This is handmade radio. That's the sort of happy clapper I like. Um, perhaps not the usual one. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And we heard from Garth Brooks from... Um, the 1992 album, and it was the first single from the album, The Chase. It's also on his um, ver- on various um, compilation albums and live albums and all that sort of stuff. Got to number 12 on the charts in 1992. And um, sort of, um, and the content, as it said on Wikipedia, an ordinary man imagines a world where all human beings are free from earthly impression, uh, oppressions. And controversial because it, um, you know, talks about um, when we're free to love anyone we choose. Um, for 1992 from a country singer, yes. Um, 
that's um, going to get people talking. Uh, so not that, of course, we care on this program because we um, don't want those sorts of um, unnecessary boundaries. So, um, you know, um, and Garth has said that um, he will stand by every line of the song as long as I live and is proud of Stephanie Davis, the writer. There you go. All right. Country music with a message. Anything's possible in a diverse world. But sometimes we don't realise what's holding us back in terms of diversity in gender. And I wanted to look at um, an aspect of what I will call feminism. Um, Some may, some may not. And more the examples of misuse of power that come up so often. And we're aware, you know, totally of the obvious ones, and rightly so. Um, You know, and to mention just briefly difficult topics, rape, sexual assault, which largely are by... Um, I'll say cisgender males against cisgender females, but of course there are others and all of it's unacceptable. But most of it comes down, well, regardless of who the, we'll say, the aggressor is, it's about misuse of power. But what are the subtle forms of misuse of macho power that exist so often in our day-to-day life and we don't really seem to tackle that often? Now, we have workplace bullying laws and we have laws in relation to family and domestic violence that go just beyond the physical. We look at emotional, psychological, verbal, financial abuse in terms of those domestic violence laws in relation to um, um, workplace bullying. Of course, it considers the emotional and the psychological and other effects. Yet, how often do we see it in society that perhaps people don't, um, you know, get try to misuse their power. Simply shouting over the top of one, which I've been on the receiving end of in some workplaces, not queer ones, that's a misuse of power. It's just trying to muscle someone down because they won't debate the issues. But what are some of the other macho misuses of power when people won't face truths? Well, one that often comes up is to start trying to attack the person on the receiving end and saying it's something about your fault. You know, toughen up is a classic one, but try and find something in their behaviour. Well, that's not on. And, to you know, it's a misuse of power and that power imbalance needs to be reversed by saying, hey, um, we're not talking about my behaviour. The behaviour at issue is yours and please don't try to do diversion tactics. Call it out. The other classic, of course, is um, I didn't mean it to be offensive, which is macho masculine selfishness and talks about um, people who, um, you know, sort of just say, well, I'm thinking about themselves. I, you know, the classic example of that is I meant it as a joke, said, so it says the person um, being offensive. Well, that shows they're not thinking about how anyone could reasonably take it. They're only thinking from their own perspective. And, and if we had a society where only everyone thought about their own perspective, we'd be in deep poo-poos. So um, there's lots of these examples out there about of misuse of power. There's others, of course. Um, I think our mansplaining, as it's called, talking down to people. The classic that I've had in some of my accounting workplaces is accountants who won't listen to what I have to say and then send me a condescending email. Um, and gosh, don't get me started on um, older male auditors, in by and large who think that no one knows anything about accounting and start lecturing people about year 11 bookkeeping when someone could be a fully qualified accountant. And 
you know, I think we don't look at some of these more subtle forms of um, misuse of power and disrespect to people. And if someone, you know, people think they have a right to shout at people, well, no, they don't. That can be just as violent for many, many people um, as physical um, assault, you know, a verbal king hit or a, a psychological king hit. And I think that if we're exploring boundaries of sex or gender on this show, it's stuff that needs to be start, started to be talked about a lot more and not have people get away with it um, in the way that they do. So um, pl- communicate in via all the means of technology, whether you're listening um, to the show live or um, on um, podcast or repeat, um, what you th- where this has happened to you, for example, where you think you've been on the receiving end of misuse of power. Some people will argue controversially that um, police might do it. Some will argue, do they have a right? Well, maybe if it's a major criminal offence, they might obviously have to be a bit more um, intense. But not, I would think, in a situation where... Um, they, um, you know, simply, you know, booking, we'll say booking someone for doing 60 in a 67 in a 60 zone or something like that, probably not needed. There is a really good example of this came up on the web and Facebook a few weeks ago of a New South Wales police officer who tried to do it. And the um, driver, granted a male driver, stood their ground and wouldn't let them get away with doing diversion tactics and changing the topic and all that sort of thing and kept pinning them down and in the end, quite rightly, got off. So sometimes it's used as a lazy tactic to avoid debate. People are rushed, so they bulldoze. What are some of the other um, misuses of power? I haven't got time to deal with the details. The the, the minions can deal with that, um, particularly the female minions. I've seen that in a community group I was involved in where a new male volunteer turned up to a meeting, no one was taking minutes. He rode in and whinged that no one was taking the minutes and actually said, oh, that's women's work. Uh, no, not quite. So there's lots of it out there, sadly, and sometimes we don't realise it. What are some of the others? Um, you can email in on outofthepan855 at gmail.com, text on 0401 You can... Um, Look for me on Facebook or look for Out of the Pants page on Facebook or tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. In the meantime, let's have um, a couple of tracks, starting off with one because um, tomorrow, um, as we go to air on Sunday, um, 30th of November, tomorrow, 1st of December, is, of course, World AIDS Day. And dedicate this track to a group who perhaps don't often get attention, particularly in Australia, but maybe more so overseas, um, and that is um, women who perhaps contract HIV and it goes further. And this track from Reba McIntyre in the 90s um, sums things up well. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to Fill in the Dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, Fill in the Dots. 
3CR Community Radio. You got it right. You've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 855am. We're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by... By Neil Mitchell. 3CR 855 AM digital 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. We just had two tracks, um, just for something different. We had um, just heard from Becky Cole, Life Goes On, as it does, um, and that was a winner's 2003 at Tamworth. Um, and prior to that, in honour of World AIDS Day, um, we had Reba McIntyre, and that um, it's on many compilations. That one's from her um, compilation called Moments and Memories, The Best of Reba, which was um, certainly somewhere in the 1990s from memory, um, um, about 1992 even, um, a great voice, um, as Reba has. Well, one of the many... Good things that happens in Melbourne is the Buy, Melbourne Buy Chat Group, and um, there has been ones on the peninsula and Geelong. But um, I thought I'd perhaps have a chat, a chat about the chat group, because it was on during the week, and it's just, from my point of view, declaring all possible bias as a committee member of Bisexual Alliance Victoria, which um, runs the chat groups and also combines the activism side of bisexuality in Victoria. Uh, a bit about the process and perhaps the topics that came up, and I really want to emphasise the process because there's two critical words um, about um, that come up for that process, and it's a, probably something that's pretty common to most, we'll say, support and discussion groups, and it's about respect and confidentiality. So confidentiality, not naming anyone outside the group. And now, obviously, um, if someone's on the Committee of Violence, they may be there, but they may not. But even so... Don't um, name them without their permission. And talk about the issues, which is what we're going to do now, that come up at the group, but don't talk about what anyone said. Um, And the other thing is about respect. You know, yes, there's a common thread of bisexuality, but people have come from lots of backgrounds, um, whether it's metro or rural, whether it's a religious background, whether they're into kink or not, whether some bisexual people are polyamorous and some aren't. And everyone's there equally. And so that's sort of the process that happens. A few other rules like, you know, keep your mobile phones to silent and if you have to take a call, go to the other side of the room or go downstairs or whatever. So, um, and we're unfortunately gendered lose where we meet, but um, they're clean and I suppose that's important too. Um, We then, people can introduce themselves and they don't have to. They can use a pseudonym if they're still really hesitant about coming out and um, call themselves Fred or Myrtle or whoever else. But lots of topics get discussed, and it's really interesting that, um, you know, sort of things that got uh, discussed on um, the last um, discussion group during the week, which is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and there will be one on December the 23rd, so you can get a bit of Christmas bisexuality. Um, We talked about bi on TV and various people in various shows, which I admit I don't know a lot of things about. Coda, Green Wings, 
Bones, Torchwood and Offspring all have bi characters in them that are quite a reasonable representation according to the punters there. As I say, I I don't watch a lot of television because um, I just don't. But there is some good stuff on if you dig for it, of course. So that was something that was discussed. Um, Because um, Bisexual Alliance was recently at the Diversity Lounge at the Penny Arcade Gaming Conference um, in the PAX Lounge and got a great response... Um, that came up, um, and we, we there's often a joke in bi and poly communities about how many are um, sort of geeky types in terms of that sort of thing. Well, it seems there's more than there more than a few, so it some it sometimes takes over, but good facilitation um, stops it taking over completely. Uh, what else um, uh, happens? Um, Yes, um, we talked about trans and bi, and it was really cool that a few young trans people, one of whom was out as their affirmed gender identity for the very first time, came up and chatted to some people, bi people at the conference, and said it was great to have a queer presence. Um, and the person was so, was understandably anxious, and I, I would say somewhere around or between 95 and 100% of trans people and gender diverse people as they present as another gender identity or their true gender identity or expression for the first time, it's a bit different. It's a sense of adrenaline and freedom, and there can be nerves as well, particularly, I'd say, for trans women. And this trans um, trans or gender-diverse person, and I'm not sure what their true affirmed identity or expression was, was really nervous about going to the conference as their first time out, but was so happy coming on the first day, came back as their affirmed identity the second day. So that's good that there's a safe space that's even beyond, we'll say, a support group. That's pretty cool. And um, so there was lots of um, discussion on that, and I personally, biased as I may be, think trans and bi make great alliances. Um you know, sort of, um, there was talking about um, what happens when a trans person affirms their identity in a relationship. There was a lot of discussion on bears. Are there bisexual um, bears? Well, assumingly there must be. And that's an issue if, um, you know, there there may be. Bears have been traditionally associated with gay men, but why can't they be bi? Um, why can't there be female bears for that matter, I suppose? There are, and I'm not saying anyone... Um, you know, sort of is saying there isn't, but perhaps they haven't had the visibility. Um, there's also uh, there's also discussion about um, misogynism, um, as and bi people have, I think, a very positive take on gender and are very respectful. There was also the re- the reinstatement of a phrase from the 80s or 90s for kissing someone and hugging someone very deeply, mac on, which I've never heard of, but it's not rude, so we mention it on air. And um, also, um, so a great range of topics discussed. Um, And so not so much personal issues, which is certainly what the bi-discussion groups are there for, but, um, you know, very good that, um, you know, there was a range of topics. And sometimes at the discussion groups, people have felt very safe to talk about really personal things that aren't really about bi at all, but it's a safe space. So, yeah, as I say, declaring all bias... um, Come to the bi discussion groups. There's lots of bi positive, bi specific, and bi friendly events coming up over the next couple of months. And but as I say, the main one um, there will certainly be a bi discussion group, or even if there's not a lot of us there, we'll just sit around and eat the pub grub um, on the 23rd of December. So look forward to that. 
Okay, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Let's hear from the Wolfgang on the program with some bluesy stuff. My name is Selva Cooler Chelvin and I am fighting for my life. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorised even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government, in our name, treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. 10am every Sunday at 3CR 855 on the AM dial. So say I'm not a worthless human being Cause no one needs a worthless human being My family need a worthwhile human being 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au Out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday Or if you're listening to the repeat on a Wednesday or a podcast at any time Thanks for your company And we just heard from the Wolfgang from um, the live album of some years ago now, What's Cookin', about 2003-ish. Gosh, time flies when you're enjoying good music. Um, Too Much Stuff, the Eric Bibb and Dave Bronze song, and they had the fabulous musical guests Mick O'Connor and Brod Smith on there. Um, I rarely experienced jealousy or envy, but that was one of them. Brod Smith, legend. Anyway, Mick Connor, legend too. All right, things coming up. Um, there's mountains of them. Um, there's Everests of them. There's Kosciuszko's of them if you want to be Australian. Um, but what is coming up? Sunday um, afternoon, um, the Polyvic Social is on at Palookaville. And prior to that, and that starts 5.30. Prior to that, though, at about oh, 4.30-ish is the AGM if you want to attend that. Um, Bent TV continues on um, on Monday night um, at 10 o'clock. Um, make sure you tune into that. The T-Bird Club at Abode on the Friday night. Gender Queer Australia, Hairy Little Sister in Little Collins Street on the Saturday afternoon at 2. And um, that sort of gets us through. Oh, and the Butch Femme Trans Picnic is next Sunday at Edinburgh Gardens. So um, put um, slot that into your diary. Look for it on Facebook or whatever else one needs to do. But there are lots of other events coming up that are worth a mention for... Kingsters, there's a bit of a sort of community kink event called Discovery. I'm not sure if you're able to find it on Facebook. Limited places, and it's sort of workshops and a party as well. So um, watch out for that. Um, Other things um, uh, that are coming up um, over the next few weeks um, and months, Janet Hardy's Touring Australia, Polly Guru, um, and... There's lots of things coming up. There's going to be a huge um, after Pride party on Sunday, February the 1st. There's workshops. Um, and there'll be a poly-intensive workshop the next weekend on the 6th and 7th of February. And there's also the Festival of Good Sex up in Sydney. I'm not sure if she's going to be there for that as well, but lots of um, cool people are. 
So start thinking about these things. In those immortal words, it's all happening. Um, so get yourself um, into them. There's lots. There's just lots going on. Um, and you know, I think the thing is now in Melbourne, we have lots of good foundations for communities. Maybe the time is is on at hand to just um, sort of get um, the communities more together and slowly, we'll say, gather the proverbial tribes um, and make sure that um, you know we can um, you know start doing that a bit more. But I think that that would be the hope to um, bring everyone together. Um, so and we can certainly hope so that um, you know we do. Um, have a greater sense of um, community and um, bring it all together in good time. Talking of time, it's time for me that um, I have to move out of here and make way on Sunday for Freedom of Species. Um, Next week on the show, I'll be having a chat to Peter Davis, um, a FAP3CR volunteer amongst many other things, but um, also someone who um, is... um, you know, sort of um, involved in many communities, um, including Bi, and we're going to talk about some work that he's done in terms of Bi and HIV. So um, lots to discuss there. Um, take it out today. Well, who said country music? It can be talk about, um, can't talk about issues. I'm doing two in, two in one day. I've exhausted the collection of being able to do that. No, not true. Um, so, um, um, yeah. Um, let's um, take it out today with Red Sovine's um, classic country track and um, called Teddy Bear. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.